0: Let the torch of freedom
1: Welcome to the intersection of faith and the culture. It's the Wall Builder Show where we're taking on the hot topics of the day from a biblical, historical, and constitutional perspective. I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach and a former Texas legislator. Thrilled to be here with David and Tim Barton, uh, two great historians. David's America's premier historian, uh, just uh, a wealth of information and, and, and an entire library of material that he's put out over the years to help educate, equip, and inspire us. I know I use it on a regular basis, and so many people across the nation have been blessed to be educated by David. Tim Barton, of course, uh, national speaker and pastor and president of Wall Builders. And uh, if you haven't had Tim in to speak, you should book Tim in to speak. And you can learn more about all three of us at our website, wallbuilders.com and Wall Live. Dot .com This Wallbuilder show is uh, is is a way to get truth out there into the marketplace to equip people to inspire them and we thank you for supporting it if you haven't donated lately we encourage you to do that go to wabblers.com or wabblerslive.com make that one time or monthly contribution that puts fuel in the tank allows us to add stations allows us to train more pastors teachers uh students I mean, you know all, all people that run for office legislators all of these different folks when you donate, it it allows that to happen. It's basically your way of coming alongside us, locking shields with us, and investing in freedom for future generations. All right, David and Tim, we've got Brad Dakis, our good friend from Pacific Justice Institute, with us later in the program. Uh, but first of all, let's talk about what's going to happen uh, later this week. And we're going to do it all throughout February, so it's not just going to be later in this week, but every Monday through Friday show in the month of February, we've got a really cool series coming at you. It's called the American Hero Series. And Tim, just to preview this for folks, this is something they can get more information on at our website. But we'll be highlighting some heroes that most people hadn't heard of. You know, maybe if they're longtime listeners, they've had a glimpse of some of them. Uh, but uh, a lot of these are going to be names they hadn't heard of, and stories they can share with their kids and really bring history to life.
2: Yeah, and and some of these are stories we've never told. As you mentioned, some people, if they've been longtime listeners, they might have heard some of these stories, but but genuinely, some of these people, we've never told their story, to, to my knowledge, And uh, what we've done at Wall Builders, and really, there's a whole slew of other stories that we're going to get into in the future, but the thought was that as, as we are encouraging people to go back and learn American history, we want to help introduce you to some of the heroes of American history. And so we thought, man, the month of February, this is an easy time to so let's introduce you to some of the black heroes from American history that for most people, they will not have heard these names. And and there might be one or two names that you've heard of along the way, especially Rick, as you mentioned, if if you know, you've know you been a, a follower of Raw Builders very long, we, there's a few people we have definitely talked about in the past. But as I mentioned, there's some of these people we've never talked about. And if, if you want to be able to follow along with us, or really, if you are a parent and you want your kids to learn some of these heroes, if you want them to to see some more to the narrative, what they're not going to hear probably from their teachers, what they're not going to hear if they're in, in university. They're definitely not getting this in colleges. And if you want them to be able to push back against the critical race theory narrative or the 1619 narrative, this is a great series. So it's 20 heroes and in about a page and a half, we just tell some of the story of why they are hero, why they are incredible, important, patriotic, etc. And then we have footnotes just like we do for everything we write. So if you want more information, you can go to the footnotes. And for most of these heroes, we will have more information on the Wall Builders website. But we are super excited to start this series on February 1st and it's something different we haven't done this before but i am very excited to start introducing some of these heroes of american history as we go through the month of february
1: it's gonna be great man and i and i think it's you know right in line of course with what wall builders has always done brought history to life i will age myself here and say the first wall builders cassette tape that i ever had uh was david you doing exactly that telling the stories of these heroes and it made me love history for the first time not something i loved in high school or college But that cassette tape and, you know, for those of you that don't know what that is, go uh, duck, duck, go it and you'll uh, and you'll learn about the. Great technology that we had back in the 80s and 90s when we were listening to things like that. Anyway, uh, all right, guys, so we got uh, Brad coming up uh, a little later. And, of course, Brad's been on the front. Brad Dacus, he's been on the front lines of, of religious liberty issues in the in the courtrooms. But also during COVID, he really took on a lot of these, uh, you know, overreaching government mandates, not only in the public square with 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 military fights and that sort of thing, but also in the private square where government was colluding with business owners and uh, enforcing this stuff. So it's going to be fun to get an update from him on some of these cases out of Oregon and other places.
0: And and probably the two groups that have been most active with this COVID stuff has been Brad Dacus with Pacific Justice Institute and then Matt Staver with Liberty Council. And and these guys between them have handled thousands of cases. I think at one time Matt told us he had 20,000 calls on COVID he was dealing with. And so what happened was Brad pretty much was Pacific. And so Pacific Justice Institute, well, that's the Pacific. That's Washington and that's Oregon and, and that's California. And if you get neighbors, you can throw in Nevada and you can throw in Arizona. But what's happened is this has blown up so much that they now have offices all over the United States trying to help people with this. And government's been really oppressive. Government's been very aggressively oppressive. And they are winning cases like crazy. Now, we've all talked. We thought that this would be in the courts fixed a couple of years ago just like we thought religious liberties might be fixed earlier than it was. The court's getting this stuff. It's just taking a while, whether it be the, the abortion stuff or the religious liberty stuff or, or the individual freedom stuff, the medical freedom. It's getting there. And, and so what Brad's got, got going right now, these are some really big cases that will affect every single state in the United States. It's fun stuff that he's really addressing on behalf of
1: all of us. Stay with us, folks. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with Brad Dacus from Pacific Justice Institute. You're listening to The Wobbler Show.
2: This is Tim Barton from Wall Builders with another moment from American history. The Second Amendment to the Constitution, which guarantees to every individual the right to keep and bear arms, has been targeted for years now by those who are determined to dismantle the individual right to self-protection. Opponents argue that only the militia, the military, and law enforcement are to have and use firearms, but those who wrote the Second Amendment strenuously disagreed, including founding father Richard Henry Lee. A signer of the Declaration, a president of the Continental Congress, and one of those who actually framed the Second Amendment, he declared, To preserve liberty, it is essential that the whole body of the people always possess arms and be taught alike, especially when young, how to use them. For more information about Richard Henry Lee and the history of the Second Amendment, go to wallbuilders.com.
1: Welcome back to Walkers. Thanks for staying with us. Always great to have our friend Brad Dacus with us for Pacific Justice. Hey, Brad, great to have you, brother. Oh, it's great to be on the program. Thank you, Rick. Man, you guys are all over the place. Uh, cases all over the nation on the front lines. Just thank you, thank you for all your hard work and and for your team. Uh, just really appreciate you and and uh, glad to have not only your voice but your strategy and your uh, your legal mind. I mean, all those things. Uh, so, so so enough complimenting you because I do it everywhere. Uh, but I love working with you, man. And uh, and you've got a case right now out of Oregon. Uh, and it's an interesting – this is an interesting situation. So now we're talking about companies, private companies, that are literally purging people uh, based on their faith. How did this come about? What brought it to your attention? And, and tell us a little bit about the legal um, strategy behind it. Oh, you bet.
3: Um, you know, the, the fact is uh, hundreds of thousands of people of faith have been targeted and purged from their, from the workplace across the United States. Uh, oftentimes it was the government. Uh, you know, forcing a vaccine mandate, violating, you know, the face of many workers, not wanting to accommodate them in any way. Well, now we see also a lot of private employers. And we at Pacific Justice Institute have stepped in. Uh, we have uh, offices, 27 offices in uh, 20 uh, states across the country. In fact, we just opened a new office uh, in Nashville. So actually it's um, 28 offices in 21 states. Uh, and we're doing this all, work all without charge. We're leading the nation in the fight to defend people of faith being persecuted because of their faith in the workplace because of these, of these vaccine mandates, which are now very, very controversial with the uh, the new uh, studies coming out. So here's what happened in, in, in Oregon. We had a number of private employers that were pouncing and firing people of faith without any attempt to accommodate them at all. Uh, so we're looking at Asante- Health Systems, uh, Oregon Health and Science University, uh, Cascadia Behavioral Health in Portland, Legacy Health, uh, Mid-Columbia Medical Center in the Dallas, uh, Kaiser Foundation Hospitals, uh, which is very problematic. Uh, we have a number of suits against them for different reasons. Um, and then the Springfield Public Schools in the Eugene area. So well, we're keeping very busy, and uh, these people, these employees have been uh, let go for uh, you know, for. Uh, you know, without any attempt to accommodate them at all, and of course that violates Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1974.
1: Well, Brad, let's let's step back and look at this in the context of the whole country and the in these different areas, because this sounds very similar to the the military situation as well, where they booted people out for for not for exercising their their faith on the on the exemption with the vax and and uh, and you know and now you know uh, potentially that mandate is uh, you know it's gone, but the, but it, you know those people are not getting their jobs back in some cases and certainly not getting back pay like President Trump said he would do. Um and so that's that's very similar to what's happening here in in the private market. And some governors have jumped on this and said not in our state. We're not going to allow this to happen. I know DeSantis has done that in Florida. I think some other governors have have talked right. about it. But just this basic idea that you could accommodate uh, the religious exemption and and there are, you know, plenty of other things that can be done for these people that are saying no and and of course the science and the data is overwhelming now that that these people are actually, in my opinion, less of a threat than someone that gets the vaccine in terms of spreading the virus. Um, so it just seems like the facts, the law, the debt, none of that is on the side of these people that are firing. Based on this, does that make for uh, you know a, a wake up call at any point? Does the tide turn on this? Because I'm just shocked that people are still doing this this far yeah. into the you know the whole situation.
3: Yeah, the tide is definitely turning. Uh, we have an office in Philadelphia where we have an, an attorney uh, who specializes in military law, so we're helping people in the military. We help students in colleges, uh, Christians, uh, or private schools, public schools, uh, every quadrant of society. And it's true, uh, religious freedom, faith. Uh, you know, like you know, red states like Texas and Florida and others uh, are being very friendly, and they're passing laws protecting people from being purged because of their faith. Because of this, uh, these bogus vaccine mandates. That, as you said, uh, you know the, the the evidence now is very clear, indisputable, very clear, that these vaccines, number one, do not prevent transmission. Hence, there's no justification to force someone to have a vaccine that, that does not prevent transmission. Number two, we now know that the vaccines and the subsequent boosters actually uh, increase the risk of complications, and medical effects, and even fatalities, uh, 58% of those dying from COVID have been people who've been vaxxed, who've been vaxxed. Uh, we also know, number three, that those who have natural immunity, who've had it before, uh, they do not uh, transmit the disease, they, uh, the COVID, and they also have a much stronger immunity, and they don't have the same consequences. Um, so it's it's uh, the, the, there's no justification now with the way things have turned, with the different variances, for anyone to be vaxxed or to increase uh, you know, them with a booster, and British Medical Journal points this out, uh, so science is, is not on their side anymore, and so these are just uh, just discriminatory, hostile, uh, cultic attitudes that we see uh, firing people of face in the workplace, and we at Pacific Justice won't stand for it, and we want to encourage anyone out there who knows of anyone. Who's been fired or threatened to be fired because of their refusal to take the vax, particularly because of, of uh, religious convictions, moral convictions? Uh, they should not hesitate to contact us and uh, go to our website pji dot org. P for Pacific, J for Justice, I for Institute dot org. We have over 120 lawsuits in you know across the country in litigation. This is just one area of what we're covering. Uh, but we've got a lot of uh, really hot uh, litigation in other areas that we think is going to have a real big impact on defending religious freedom, parents' rights, and, of course, the sanctity of human life as well.
1: PJI.org, not only to keep up with with this case and in other cases across the country or if, if folks need help. Also, uh, for everybody else out there listening, if you don't need help right now, you may need it in the future. More importantly, these people that need this help, uh, they're fighting for you. And the, and these laws, these lawsuits, all of these things affect every single one of us. So make a, a donation today at that website. As well, and, and, and get on the email list and and follow Brad. I agree with everything you just said, except one thing. When you said the science is no longer on their side, I would argue it was never on their side. I know that's what you meant as as well. <laughs> it was a, it was the distorted, like you know, limited view of of any studies that they allowed out right. that you did, they didn't actually cancel. I mean, doctors right. and and the best researchers and the most respected people. Uh, for the last thirty years, we're saying what you and I are saying right now, and they were silenced. Right. And uh, it's just right. been a scam—the the, the whole thing uh, in terms of the, the the forcing this. It's just it's just embarrassing. But and that's why I'm I'm thrilled to hear you say you feel like the the tide is finally turning because you're dealing with all these cases across the country and the complaints and the people coming in. And and even now, as you approach, like let's say you get a complaint from somebody and they say our our employer is doing this or whoever. When your guys are on your team, when you approach that. Uh, group or entity that is is part of this cult that, that, that that's still forcing this stuff on are they softening at this point are they beginning to realize that the tide is turning and and do you see a change in their what's the word I'm looking for I guess here just there uh, incalcitrant you know kind of digging their heels in is that starting to soften a little bit
3: oh yes it is it is softening and in fact one, another area we're involved in are, are people trying on medical death row trying to get organ transplants and being denied. Oh, um, yes. Over ninety percent of hospitals in America will don't require the vax to get an organ transplant, but we have others that do, and those that do have uh, are ones who have contracts with Pfizer for the distribution of these vaccines. So that's I, we believe it's a, it's a money deal. Uh, we're going after them. We've already won one case, so one person is getting a critically needed organ transplant to live. We have a, a whole list of others who are on the medical death row. We call it. Um, and yet we've seen these hospitals are capitulating. Uh, we're being, we're litigating hard. Uh, and that's what people want, want now. We're tired of, of, uh, you know, playing, uh, playing defense. We're on the offense and uh, we're seeing governors back off. We're seeing states back off, uh, science is on our side, the stats, the studies, uh, you know, even in the constitution. So, uh, we're very optimistic. We're going to make a lot of progress moving forward, uh, in this regard, uh, you know, on another front, real quick, crisis pro-life clinics are now under attack in blue states. We're countering, we're defending the largest ones in California that are being attacked by the governor. So there's a lot of different battles here. The good news is with the Supreme Court that we have, because of the appointments by, by President Donald Trump, uh, we have a, the strongest uh, playing field we've ever had. We at Pacific Justice Institute are taking advantage of that, and we do it all without charge, all of our cases. So if anyone has any issues at all dealing with religious freedom, parental rights, taking on public schools, et cetera, or fighting social workers, or uh, any, you know, religious sanctity of life, they should not hesitate to contact us at our website, pji.org. Now is the time to be on the offense, and there's no reason for people not to stand up for their rights when they have
1: PJI behind them. Amen, amen. dot pji.org is the website to learn more. Uh, brad I have to admit I was wrong I, I I eat a little crow here I was wrong in 2020 um I thought for sure that by April or may man the courts would shut this nonsense down and and, and stop it it's amazing to me that we're three years later and and just now the tide is turning it's not the you know guys like you have been fighting this on uh, you know and it's just been amazing that they uh, you know that it didn't it that you know that the the cult grew so as fast as it did and it's taking this long to to break this thing down but it would not be happening without guys like you so I, I just think that's so important for listeners to understand without these legal battles you would have these people digging in maybe forever i mean because it is like a religion to them it is cultish the way that they're right acting and so it's going to take the force of legal action to to stop it uh brad real quick before you go how we can hear you on uh on your brad dacus live show and I, I know you're on uh his channel uh where right. else can we hear you on that
3: yeah so uh, they can go to his and go down to brad dacus live or actually they just put on the on their website search, put Brad Dacus Live, and it should pop up, and they can watch the, the show. It's an hour-long show, Monday through Thursday. They can watch it. Uh, and then they can also hear me on, on the radio. I have a radio show called The, the Dacus Reports, It's run over 800 stations and transmitters across the nation, and uh, we're on other programs as well. But uh, uh, our website's a great place to go to t- take advantage of all our wonderful free resources that are empowering and and uh, really help make a difference. If they want to also reserve one of our speakers, one of our attorneys to their group, they can do that on our website as well uh, for free. It's uh, pji.org. Uh, we litigate for free. We speak for free. I even preach for free. Uh, so, <laughs> so pji.org.
1: Love it. Love it. pji.org. Now, folks, be careful when you go there. This Brad Dacus guy hangs out with this David Barton guy. Like, they, I don't know how many events y'all did together over the last year, but it was a bunch all across the nation (laughs) having a tremendous impact anyway we love you brother god bless you keep up the great work we'll get you back on soon you got it thank you rick green for all you do you bet that's brad Dakis, folks stay with us we'll be right back with david and tim Bart.
2: Hey, this is Tim Barton with Wall Builders. And as you've had the opportunity to listen to Wall Builders Live, you've probably heard the wealth of information about our nation about our spiritual heritage, about the religious liberties, about all the things that makes America exceptional. And you might be thinking, as incredible as this information is, I wish there was a way that I could get one of the wall builders' guys to come to my area and share with my group, whether it be a church, whether it be a Christian school or public school or some political event or activity. If you're interested in having a wall builder speaker come to your area, you can get on our website at www.wallbuilders.com. And there's a tab for scheduling. And if you'll click on that tab, you'll notice there's a list of information from speakers' bios to events that are already going on, and there's a section where you can request an event. To bring this information about who we are, where we came from, our religious liberties and freedoms, go to the Wall Builders' website and bring a speaker to your area. This is David
0: Barton with another moment from America's history. Today, there are numerous documented accounts of individual students being disciplined simply for bringing a Bible to school. Fisher Ames would have been appalled at this open hostility toward the Bible. Fisher Ames was the founding father who authored the House of Representatives language for the First Amendment. In his day, he vehemently objected to any attempt to minimize the Bible at schools. In fact, he declared, Why should not the Bible regain the place it once held as a school book? Its morals are pure. Its examples captivating and noble. The reverence for the sacred book that is thus early impressed lasts long, and probably, if not impressed in infancy, never takes firm hold of the mind. Founding Father Fisher Ames, the man most responsible for the wording of the First Amendment, believed that the most important school book was the Bible. For more information on God's hand in American history, contact Wall Builders at 1-800-8-REBUILD.
1: Welcome back to The Walpenter Show. Thanks for staying with us. Brad Dick is such a great friend of the program. And, and uh, of course, David, you guys uh, were on the road uh, all over the country last year doing a lot of events, uh, getting pastors and churches involved. And, and so it's more than just fighting in the courtroom. It's educating the American people on these issues, which is why it was great to have him on the program today. Yeah, there's a lot of education that goes forward. But once you get that education, and part of it is that you've got
0: certain rights. And once you learn what those rights are, you can defend them. There's a great quote from John Jay, the original Chief Justice, That talks about how that you need to to know the Constitution, but you, you read the Constitution, you study the Constitution, then you know the Constitution. And once you do that, you can defend and assert your rights. So the more you know, the more you can defend. And then the more you know, the more you become offensive and go on the offensive. You assert your rights. And that really is what Brad is doing. He's asserting these rights. Uh, we're starting to learn our rights. People are starting to want those rights defended, and Brad has been on the offensive and, and going after this, trying to assert the rights that we have. And it, this this really is just pretty unbelievable the way this has happened. You know, you guys talked about it, even the program, Rick. But generally, when wrongdoing happens, you have to have restitution. And now we're getting courts saying no, it's wrong for the government to terminate these military guys or these these medical workers or whoever or, or private businesses. But they're not getting restitution. I mean, as you mentioned, Trump was going to give all these guys in the military, give them their jobs back and get their back pay and and, and get them an honorable discharge. That needs to happen as well. And I know that's coming because Matt and and Brad are both working on that. But these guys are having a lot of victories right now. And that's very encouraging for the rest of us.
2: Well, and guys, too, one of the things I think is worth noting, uh, I mean, Rick, you mentioned on the program is that you know the science was never on the side of where the federal government, where so many of these governors went. That uh, there's actually an article uh, that I'm going to cover on Good News Friday. I have it on top of my stack. I'm already excited about this. Where we are, we're seeing some of the tide turn. Uh, actually, Project Veritas, I think, just as last week, where uh, they had that executive from Pfizer who was saying that you know their plan was they might could be able to mutate and, and help this uh, this kind of COVID evolved so they can make more variants is kind of the underlying tone. And, you know, who knows what all happened with Pfizer or not. But the point is, we're learning there's way more to the story than what people knew. And so as information is coming out, it's helping people. To be able to make better decisions and, you know, as Brad mentioned, even being offensive minded. When when you know what's true, it's easier to stand up with boldness and courage and push back. And now that the science is starting to come out and people are beginning to learn the truth, we're seeing a lot more confidence from some of these state legislators, from some of these judges pushing back in the right direction.
0: And you know, one of the things that's causing this to change is people are becoming offensive minded. They keep pushing, keep being aggressive. They're not sitting back and just saying, well, if that's the way it is, that's the way it's going to be they're willing to get out and push and stand up for what's right and i think that's this is a culture that has been trying to silence a lot of things for a long time and they've used a lot of intimidation a lot of threats a lot of government a lot of other ways to to make us fearful and at some point we've got to start standing for our rights you know i go, go back to that john Jay quote i mentioned you have to defend and assert your rights so, this is the time where that we really need to push back and if you've still got a company that that's doing mandates I mean push back because there's now so much science on the other side uh If they've got mandates going at this point in time, it's because they want, they probably pretty much want to be oppressive and control what you've got because it's not for the science they're definitely not following the science at this point, so being offensive minded and by the way, I'll point out not just in this this is the same with school boards, it's the same with city councils, it's the same with state legislatures this this is the time to start being aggressive because we're starting to see the tide turn in COVID. We're starting to see the tide turn in the LGBTQIA plus area and transgender stuff. That's starting to move back
2: in the in our direction, which is very helpful. Yeah, and as we've seen over the last couple of years, people are now – Generally speaking, more frustrated than ever, well, this is the great time to start pushing back because there's a lot of people who want to push back and, and, and so many of them they're just looking for a leader. They're looking for somebody to rally with, somebody to follow, and you might be that leader that helps bring the inspiration of those around you, uh, that that actually helps fix things for so many others if you're in a workplace and and you know something is wrong that's going on and you stand up you can save everybody else there because you did the right thing and dad as you're mentioning we're seeing people go on offense in the midst of people's frustration this is a great time to stand up because people are ready to do something they're ready to push back sometimes they just need a leader you can be that leader
1: yeah it's great to have all these guys uh, you know brad of course from pacific justice matt stavert liberty Counsel, kelly at uh First Liberty, Kelly Shockerford. I mean, there's there's so many. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's comforting, honestly, to know that we've got a lot of these legal beagles, a lot of these legal warriors that uh, that that share our values, that have good biblical perspective and constitutional perspective, which is of course what we're looking for. And and we always encourage people to donate to them. You know, go to their website, get on their email, get plugged into what they're doing, because uh, even though you may not be in one of those particular battles yourself right now. Uh, you want to support these organizations because you want them to be fighting these battles they still affect you all of these uh, types of cases are something that um you know they're they're no longer just for that person in the case i mean it's uh it's 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 amazing how much we've allowed this this creeping of 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 government control and over over um uh, outside of their jurisdiction and 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 literally running people's lives and in this case in healthcare care and uh, and costing them their jobs and so it affects all of us, and, and these organizations are great at fighting these battles, and we really appreciate Brad Dacus uh, taking time to, to share with us these particular battles that he's engaged in and encourage you once again to visit his website today and help those guys out, pji.org, and uh, get on the email list to make that donation. And uh, also do the same thing for Wallbuilders. Be sure to visit wallbuilders.com today and make sure you're on our email list and making those donations. It's, uh, it's a way to help us amplify this voice and get this truth out there. Thanks so much for listening to The Wall Builder Show.
2: Stand on a- the